for the amount? Or no? Um, oh yeah, so it looks like down in the spell slot modifiers box, bottom left hand corner of your settings thing, it looks like somebody put a plus four a plus two in there, it automatically calculates those when you put your level in, so I, okay, okay, those okay. zeros. Oh, there we go. We to the rest when you go back to the spell sheet, it should have that fix. Alright, alright. Oh, it fixed one of them. Alright, one sec. Um, no, it didn't. It didn't fix either of them. Okay. Okay, it does not look like my mic is picking up my mechanical keyboard. Good. I, I actually can't hear you do that, but that's no! okay. No! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll go find a pencil. I'll be right no, back. No, no, what are you <laughs> doing, Josh? You, you, you did that, and it's... then I just hear these loud clicking noises, and I was like, I, you... I need a non-mechanical keyboard. <laughs> no, you no. want a keyboard? <laughs> Josh, it's, it's synonymous with how I think of you, though. Like, your voice without a light bit of clicking is not Josh. <gasps> I don't know how I like that. It's a positive thing, just <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, I'm not going to interrupt, like, what could possibly be tense moments with clickety-clack, clickety-clack. <laughs> I'm grabbing a pencil. I'll be right back. It's okay. It, it, I, it, it never bothered me, so... I don't know if it bothered anyone else, but... Oh, man. Oh. All right, I'm back. Hey. Oh, can't figure out that spell slot thing. I don't know why it's showing eight and four instead of four and two. Oh, did it not work? Uh-uh. Nope, it hasn't fixed itself. But I know, I know I'm supposed to have four slots and two slots. Yep. Dude, this Filipino music slaps. So are we all ready? Or is uh Hold on, waiting? I just wanna I wanna just take a peek at this, see if see anything that I mean it looks like it should just be correct. I, I don't see anything that should be modifying it. Yeah, I don't I'm gonna I get do. some uh, something to drink, I'll be right back. While you guys are dealing with all this technical difficulty stuff. Finally, it's not on my end. Yeah, hey, eh? <laughs> Take it where you can. I got no idea. I know there are sometimes problems with them not showing up, but doubling them, I can't find anything. 
I just need to remake this sheet eventually. Also, by the way, don't worry. I did not look through any of your other stuff. I just looked at the spell sheets. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not being nosy, Deanne. Oh yeah, I gotta take my max hit points down because I, I had that plus ten added on there for the aid spell. Oh, you'll probably be getting oh, it again pretty soon here. Okay. <laughs> if there's a chance of danger, I'm throwing that on. That lasts eight hours. There's no reason for me not to. Okay, cool. Yeah, sorry about that. I had to go run and grab me another drink. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll review that. Don't worry, Deanne. I was not looking, being nosy about your character, mysterious character backstory. Oh, well, I didn't think I had anything there. Oh, not well. yet, anyways. See, that's that's how you know because I didn't know that you didn't <laughs> have anything oh. there. Yeah, I uh, as you guys find it out, I'm putting it in there. Okay. Good to go. Yes. Now, yeah. uh, just as a side note, I might need to duck out like 15 minutes early from our normal cutoff time. Uh, okay. Just, uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I will make an effort to, let's jump in then. I know we're 30 minutes late, as we always are, but uh, let's try and jump in. First 30 minutes is just social time, that's all. That's true. I haven't talked to you guys as a group in like three weeks, it feels like, yeah. so. Yep. In a bit. Uh, did we get Craig already? Okay. Yeah, Craig's been uh, creeping on us. Oh no, all those secrets I spelled. <laughs> All right, so, ladies, gentlemen, the day starts early for your merry band of adventurers. The sun is barely pinking the morning sky when you find yourselves on a barge heading up the coast, laden with bananas, coconut, fish, hemp, and other strongly smelling goods. You take your place among the cargo and begin the first leg of your journey. The captain of the barge says that you won't arrive on the goot until early into the following morning. It's not unexpected. He took the trip west to Cali Pippet, after all. The Shimmering Isles provide a beautiful landscape. Its clear waters glisten under tow. Fish swimming beneath the waves, finding food and homes in the nooks and crannies provided by the earth. The long-reaching trees dance in the warm breeze as you travel along the sandy beaches' waters. Hours melt away like butter in the sun. You pass by five-house villages that aren't on any map. You see people carving fishing poles, their feet in the water, brown skin red from the days of beaming light. But they are few and far in between. For most of the day... It is just you and the barge crew in the ocean. The moon begins her ascent into prominence. The skies darken. The animals of the night begin their rituals. And it is in those early morning hours that the massive flame of Talon Point marks the city of Lagoot. The city itself is built inside of a small bay. The lighthouse towers off an island of glowing coral surrounding a modest harbor with beaches that reach out to both ends of the horizon. 
Ships of most sizes are floating inside its wooden ribcage. Tracing the outer periphery is a small battlement, barely above the height of a man. The stone itself carves its lines throughout the edges of the island, and peeking above it are the sloping roofs of red clay houses. Now bathing the city in an ethereal glow are hundreds of floating lanterns anchored to the street by ropes. The houses themselves are of decent size, placed neatly one after the other along brickwork streets. In the south, they grow large and hang off of a singular hill. In the north, they grow thick and crowded. Above it all, you see a large cathedral with scaffolding hugging its features. You know, as you've been to Lugu before, um, that this is still in the process of being complete. But it is nonetheless the place of government for the city of Lagoot. As you enter the harbor, you see a statue of single of a single, faceless man staring out into the waters. But it is just him who greets you in his quiet in the quiet morning, as the harbor itself is practically empty. Welcome to Lagoot. Now I will say, um, I kind of skipped go here, uh, made you guys collect $200. Was there anything that you guys wanted to do um, while you were traveling? How, how long was the, the traveling? Uh, it, uh, took, it took, uh, I would say, around... You guys probably didn't get there until like 3 in the morning. Okay. So it probably took you almost 24 hours. I'd say around like 20 hours, 19, okay. 20 hours. So we're about ready for another rest time. Got it. Yeah. Because, well, I mean, what was that? Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, uh, I did want to try and uh, consult with Elastray last night because oh, yeah, she's absolutely. heavily associated with the moon. And um, we heard the story um, to see if she might have any more guidance on like how to find them. Um, so is that like a religion roll or is that one of those? Yeah, like, go ahead and roll uh, a religion roll. Oh, nice. Not bad, not bad. Lavender's um, really smart? Lavender. Go ahead and describe to me how you commune with the moon. How you commune with your goddess, Elestre. Well, uh, I don't know if anyone's watching, but uh, at night, you know, with the moon just over him. I don't know if we're like on the boat or where we're staying, but uh, he just goes full naked and starts dancing around the moon. <laughs> So, I am not watching. I am pointedly on the other side of the boat during this religious ceremony. Hold on. So, was this done... I'm also not watching. <laughs> was this done before you got on the boat? Uh, or Because you said you wanted to do it 
that night? Was it be the? I, yeah, I, would so say I was trying to figure out: would we be on the boat by then, or? Yeah, are we... I would. I would say you probably would have done this before because you got on the boat in sunrise. So I imagine okay. you maybe did this before you went to sleep. Okay. After everything that happened, um, yeah, you find yourself dancing under the sway of the moon. Hearing the rhythm of the gentle waters crashing against the small dock work. You dance among the bushes behind the, uh, behind the inn, you know, sort of finding a quiet place, uh, surrounded by nature, which, uh, you find to be the ultimate form of, of your, of, of, of expressing your faith is, through the natural world. And as you dance, um, you're not quite sure how long passes. Um, but you feel the sort of budding heat. Um, and it is not a heat that is unfamiliar to you. Um, it, is a, it is a kind of heat that you uh, experience during particular moments of... of of uh, reverence in your worship. And in those moments, you see, you open your eyes, and you look up at the moon, and you see this shadowed figure, this creature, fly past the moon. I need you to make a nature check as you try and figure out what this animal is. Nope. <laughs> Unfortunately, you do not. Um, yeah, I'd say there's an animal to figure out what it is, uh, you, or not animal, yeah, so you, you unfortunately can't quite place this creature, all you can seem to tell is it is avian, you know, seems like some kind of bird, um, and as you, uh, watch it, you notice that the heat sort of peaks, and then once it leaves the moon, the moon's light, the heat kind of dies down. And you don't feel that kind of heat for the rest of your dance. Do I see what direction the, the creature was flying in? Um... Yeah, I mean, you you can you see it just sort of flying off. Right, uh, I guess, in, into... do, I, do I think like it's trying to do I perceive any, like, hidden messages like it's trying to guide me in a certain direction, or no? Let me go ahead and make a wisdom check. You feel that because of like, the the emotions that you were feeling 
as soon as it was passing the light of the moon, you think that there might be something to this. Um, but as to what its purpose is, you're not entirely sure. Um, the gods sort of commune in mysterious ways. Whether or not it's trying to point you um, to a direction is not unheard of. Um, but you you can't say for sure whether or not this is this is its exact purpose. Okay. So, but but you but you know that there is some sort of significance to that. You you feel it in your in your religious bones. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's all I wanted to do uh, before we head it off. Okay, sounds good. So, um, also, I I wanted to talk to you guys about. I know that this is, you know, I know that role playing isn't like the hugest part of our campaign, but I was wondering if like to sort of make things sort of interesting while we're traveling is perhaps that whenever we have a travel sequence I was thinking that maybe one of you guys, you know how we have like the bonding system in uh, Monster of the Week? How each of you guys just sort of picked someone else and then created like a bond with them as like a backstory component? Yeah, we did was, that with this too, technically. Yeah, yeah, technically. I was wondering if maybe you sort of would want to play around with the same concept, except instead of bonds, it's sort of just like an action of like... So, for example, we start with Lavender, and Lavender says, uh, you know, at camp I ask the Jewel of the Mountain to play her violin. And so I dance. You know, so I can dance. And then Jewel of the Mountain says, um, you know, while we were traveling, I had a particularly great conversation with Rosebud. Um, and it was about this. You know, and sort of, it sort of snakes until we find us, until we go full circle. Just to sort of, I don't know, you don't have to get into like super big detail or you don't have to play out every scene or anything. But I was just thinking that maybe it'd be kind of a cool way to, you know, flesh out the travel sequences without so much of like the heavy-handed narration or relying on, relying on, um, like you know, roles for encounters. I don't know. So, what do you think? So over the night, as we were travel. Oh no, it was during the day where we went over the night. So just at yeah. the end, over the night, as Geth noticed that Jewel was starting to get a little drowsy, he began to use his mage hand to tickle her ears. And continuously watch it twitch. <laughs> like that? <laughs> yeah, it could be something small like that. I'm cool with that. Yay. Yeah, I'd be down with that. That sounds cool. Yeah. Give it a try. Alright. Uh, well. <laughs> I think Pedro froze. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. So he's probably Pedro. talking right now. Yeah. That is a good catch. Oh, there he goes. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Sorry, I cut out. I didn't hear anything after I talked. All good. We giggled and okay. said, I think, uh, what did <laughs> you say there, good. Josh? Uh, it was good. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a good idea. I like it. Yeah, let's give it a shot. I mean, you can give it a shot. What do, uh, but I want group consensus. What do you think, Deanne and, and Wes? 
Yeah, I'm open to it. I'm always up for it. I'm fine for being put on the spot, though you may get similar small things like a tickle of Jewel's ear while I'm trying to amuse myself on the ride. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's I, I, I. It's it's the small moments that I enjoy as a DM, so I'm cool with that. So, uh, Jewel of the Mountain, please. It is your turn. Okay. Jewel probably go up on deck and try and convince Lavender to dance a bit. Because she likes to play her violin, and she's like, you know, you want to dance a little bit while I play? And, you know, really she knows that the, the, the sailors and stuff up on deck are all just kind of, like, hanging around. There's no so. need for convincing. Okay. <laughs> she will pull out her violin. Uh, she's kind of, like, hopping around and kind of dancing with her violin, too, so... I love it. So then, am I going next? So I pick someone. Uh, then... Yeah, that's sort of the idea. Okay, uh, Lavender once again uh, goes to Rosebud and says, "I'm wearing your ring now. You must take something off from me." <laughs> oh, I see. I thought you were just oh geez, think about that. Are you back, Pedro? I'll just wait a minute. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Did you hear what he was doing? Any of that? That's all good. I don't know. I kept cutting out. Do you mind? Is it... What happened? Say again, Wes. Oh, uh, I went to Rosebud and uh, once again pointed out that now that I am wearing his ring. You must remove an article of clothing for me in exchange. I really don't have that much clothing. <laughs> it's almost all essential armor. Um, <laughs> so what do you remove? Wait a I'm thinking. Just to metagame, didn't he technically remove the ring? No, that was on the on my oh, ram. <laughs> Okay, um... Oh, this is... This is hard. Okay, uh... Something of equal value... Or, wait... Alright, well... Rosebud will remove... One of the gauntlets on his legs... Like... <laughs> and... That'll be it, because that's he only has like four gauntlets, uh, a gauntlet on e each of his wrists, uh, his shoes—not really shoes, but you know, like the weird animalistic ones that, uh, like butt wraps. Kinda, yeah, yeah. He'll take off essentially his foot wraps. Is that good enough? Uh, yes, he is pleased. <laughs> All right, <laughs> minus foot wraps. Got it. <laughs> um. All right, he's gonna. Rosebud is actually gonna spend some time with Geth, and he's going to try to teach Geth and practice um charades. <laughs> 
so that if it ever comes down to the part where he has to try to communicate to Geth without speaking, he could actually get something across. Hmm. Because <laughs> it did not go well last time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I guess we, I'll speak the same language there. So common charades. Uh, what's 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 one of the uh, what's one of the um, first things? Let's let's play this out a little bit here. Uh, what, what do I see there, Rosebud? <laughs> Dang! Uh, <laughs> I see the Uno reverse card. I see how it is. Well, I want to interpret what you're... Like, you don't tell me what it is. I want to play this vocal parades. Okay, okay. Like, come on, give it to me. All right. So, uh, Rosebud is going to sort of, like, hunch over. And... Uh, then spread his arms out and just flap. Flying. Mm, he shakes his head. Yes, mm, he nods. Okay. Okay, we got progress here. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> uh, cool. So I'll mark down that getting better at charades. <laughs> uh, so I'll actually approach Oma uh, and basically... Uh, I guess I won't play the story beats here, but Geth is interested... You know, he's. It's been a day or two where he's had his new uh, visage, and you know, quite burned across the bottom. And I'm kind of interested in the magics that Oma seems to take advantage of uh, in seeing if there is additional, like, uh, like concentrate, like basically talking magic with Oma. Uh, about what you're doing, because I'm, I'm aware of like illusion spells and stuff. I can do it myself, but I don't have anything currently in my repertoire that's like, oh, I can just have it going and make it so that I'm not as scary if I don't want to look as scary. So I'd sort of just sort of talk magic, honestly, might magic with uh, Oma for a bit. So we're riding in a cart, right? Say. Uh, we're, we're riding on a cards, boat. right? Yeah. So um, you're muted, but Pedro, sorry, or something's not coming through. I was muted. Sorry. It's a good thing that my camera's on. Uh, yes, we're in a barge, uh, okay. traveling along the coast. So not quite a cart. Uh, I probably, I'm probably, um, pulling out my deities for the day. Um, you kind of see her reaching into this really large uh, to this small pouch and she like almost all the way up to her arm and then she pulls out what looks like three tokens and she kind of like squints her eyes at them and then just takes a sigh as uh, as you see her kind of start to uh, meditate with them and then whenever you come over so that's what you see before And, uh, yeah, I just sort of talk smack magic, see if I can... Uh, I don't think I've actually inquired about your tattoo that makes it happen before, ah. like, out of character. So just, like, trying to discern if it's a spell or something like that, because, like, I realize you have access to that power. So she takes the three little uh, chips and puts them, puts them up for a second, and then uh, she pulls out this uh, really 
ornate looking tattoo needle. And uh, she says, as I was going through my travels, I uh, I came across this, and I let him I let him see it. Uh, let's see. It's can you shooting. can you do tattoos, Oma? No, the item itself uh, is just shaped like that. Okay. Yeah, it's a needle. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. It's called the Masquerade Tattoo. And um, she says, uh, I sit with that and it, uh, I can kind of uh, think about what I want. Or I want the ink to go and it, it goes and, and sits there. It's uh Cost a little bit, but uh, I think it's worth it. Okay, and that's uh, sort of my beat. Just trying to discern that. So, disguise self is essentially what she tells him. Yeah, it does disguise self, but also you see like this um, that it can she can reshape the tattoo, like just by concentrating the tattoo reshapes and. Where it was like really small, it becomes really large. Uh, she says, uh, "These are very good for um, trying to remain not seen or incognito." Mm, you know what else it might be useful for? Remembering some kind of detail that you need later, as if you like. You know, write it on your hand, but it'll get wiped off because it's sweaty. You know, get eggs, get milk, get. Bread. I've never, I've never tried that, uh, but I guess you could put a map on yourself, mm-hmm. or like, uh, like, you know, put it across your knuckles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That sounds quite good. <laughs> Sorry, the thought of Alma with like knuckle tattoos just. <laughs> I approve. <laughs> I guess you got your pick of the litter there, Oma, if you want to have a beat with anyone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I just, I guess just to continue on, uh, she kind of uh, talks to you a little bit about the uh, fey creature that you guys saw, the uh, hag. She kind of brings it up and and says, "What did you, what did you think of her, other than hmm, dangerous?" Is this to everybody or just to Gath? Just to Gath. Okay. You reminded me almost of what I hear my more natural-born people are like, quite intelligent. And manipulative. Mm. I bet she would go along well with the uh, Yuan-Ti peoples. I don't think so. No? She is um, what you can call an outsider. She doesn't belong here. You remember the feeling of 
unease around her. It is, in a sense, her existence on this material plane. Sometimes if you get really good at it, you can sniff out these people. And if you know where they do not belong or where they come from. You might want to keep an eye or uh, ear or it could be just, it's a feeling for me. It's just a feeling. It's not necessarily like, uh, but it might be for you. Mm, almost like a taste on the air. Mm, yes. Mm. The vibration. You can pick it up very small, but if you look for it, you might be able to detect it when you come around creatures like that. Keep that in mind. I'm still working on the... Uh, after after doing my meditations and stuff, I am working on that rug. <laughs> uh, the the one that... The, the, that's the bear? Yeah. Uh, Deanne, can you tell me, was that specifically referencing the hag, or the... Specifically referencing... Um, the, the, ha- the hag and uh, uh, trying to kind of like talk to you about uh, planar stuff. Yeah. Actually, actually, side note: um, did D did Oma get any like outsider vibes from Sandals Man? <laughs> Uh, I don't know if she particularly had the spell. You have oh, to it's a spell. Out. Okay, it's a dev- I've if never played a paladin. Mistaken. Sorry. Yeah, so instead of detect good and evil, <laughs> yeah. she has, like, detect planar uh, okay. yeah. residue. Right. Yeah. Good to know. Thank you. It's okay. So, sucks to... You don't know. <laughs> Tear. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was good. Thank you for indulging me, everyone. I think that there's some potential there. I, I like that idea. Sort of, um, I think we can work with that. If you guys want to keep doing that in the future. Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, definitely could uh, work on my improv skills, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was. it's a cool idea. I like it. That's kind of the beauty of like, you know, it, it can be totally small moments or it could be serious moments, you know? That's sort of the... I, I, I guess I'm just trying to sort of get like a realistic dynamic of like... You Us know, as a group? Yeah, uh, you guys as a group, you know? Sometimes you're just going to be shooting the shit. Sometimes you're just going to be teasing each other. Sometimes you're going to dance with each other and, and, and have conversations with each other. And sometimes you're going to, you know, have heart-to-hearts. And, uh, you know, to be clear, I, Rosebud was 100%. Not teasing and completely sincere about teaching the charades. Yeah, I got no, that. I know. I'm just, I'm just okay. providing examples. I, I'm not saying that that's all what happened. I'm just saying, okay, those are sort of scenarios that I kind of want to make you guys feel. If you, I, I guess, I want to allow a space where they can happen organically, mm-hmm. as opposed to you know, you always wondering like, well, I don't want to interrupt the group. I don't want to. I don't want to stop things, you know, or I'm kind of too scared to jump and get my feet wet in this. I want to allow for a place of organic growth for it to, to be a part of the session. So, 
So, we'll fast forward back to uh, where we are now. Um, real quick, could you put the, the how to spell Lagoot in the in game notes? I can do more than that, my friend. Ooh, I've got a handout for you. <gasps> but Ooh. I don't think I've made it visible for you guys yet because I don't. I need. I need to do some story beats first. Okay. All right, so that's fine then. If you do see it in your journal, I forbid you from looking at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All of you. <laughs> so, you guys enter the harbor. Uh, the barge uh, docks along the moor. The sailors go out and tie to themselves, tie the boat uh, along to the posts, uh, and begin the process of unloading. Um, uh, what do you guys do? And it's uh, we... three a.m. right now. It's yeah, it's three a.m. It's you see, um, there are some uh, guards posted around uh, the dock. There's some doing patrols, um, but realistically, it's largely just sort of the skeleton crews of the dock who are working the night shift, and um, it is the uh, it, it is the police essentially. Um, yeah, everyone else is asleep. Or okay, out of character. Was this we were. We were coming to here to, or was that a side note conversation? I think Lavender or someone was talking about a tattoo person. Was that an unrelated thing? Was it just that they were in this city? Oh no, no, that was me. I was I was looking for a a magical tattoo artist. Um, yeah, and that was in the city, right? Or was it yes, it was in the city. Okay, cool. I just remembered that. Oh, let's go knock on their door. Yeah, <laughs> and if I remember right, we were gonna essentially stop by here on our way because it's the place we're aiming for it's past this place right it's past Lagoot. so you're on Inupakan Island and you need to go to another island okay. so you're not really going to find ship passage uh, to from island to island outside of like the bigger cities and the only and, and the closest bigger city that where you guys were from or that you guys were at is was Lagoot Okay, so we have been here before. Yeah, this is the sh- this is the um, port that you came into. Okay. So, but it's been it's been like a week, you know. It's been it, it, you spent like a few days here when you first got here, and then you traveled a couple days to Cali Pipit. You spent a couple you spent about a week in Cali Pipit, and then now you're you're coming back. So it's been around you know two weeks almost since you've been here. Pedro, I remember we loosely stated that we were an adventuring party registered somewhere? Is that an actual thing? Uh, or is, like, is there one of those adventuring party band locations here sort of deal? Or uh, Right. So not here. There is not an adventurer's guild here. Um, yeah. The only guild uh, that is in town is the Mariner's Guild, which is the guild of sailors for hire. You know, and you know that the Mariners Guild. There's a Mariners Guild on almost every big dock yard throughout the Shimmering Isles. It's you know how they, it's how the sailors and stuff all all get work. 
But there's no uh, adventuring guild. Not not here. This town has only around a thousand people in it. So it's know? it's not like Santiago, where it's like six thousand, seven thousand people. Okay, perfect. Uh, does anyone remember the location of where we stayed last time? I guess we should probably. I mean, we could wander around till it's morning, I suppose, and then actually look for a boat. Uh, Lavender, you mentioned. Did you mention actually looking for the tattoo person? I think I was with you when you went. Yeah, there. you were. You were with me. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so I'll probably do that when we have some. Before we head out to other places, it would be very good if we got stuff for rations and other things. Hmm? Agreed. I could use some more incense as well. Okay. So we will uh, need Jules is like, it was a big yawn, and she's like, I could do with some sleep. Yeah. I, I agree we should probably rest for now. I mean, the shops won't be open for a while anyway. Uh, Pedro, considering we stayed here for a week, is there anywhere mm-hmm. to stay f- over the night, or do we have to just sort of, like, find an alley slash find somewhere <laughs> outside the city to camp out? <laughs> no, find a nice no, trash no. bag to curl there up. Are, there are a couple places uh, you can stay. Um, Common rooms? Yes. So, um, I have a couple inns. Um, I have... A high-end inn, a low-end inn, a, an inn by the docks, and then an elven inn. Which one's... Probably the dock inn. dock one, yeah. The dock yeah. one? Okay. Yeah, so you uh, went... You stayed at a place called the Wilton Waters. Uh, which is... Pagbaligatad Nentubik, in the local dialect. Um, sorry for butchering that Filipino there. Um... But it is uh, not far from where you guys are. Um, there's, like I said, um, this is a this is a large town. So really, there's only a handful of inns, um, sort of scattered about, uh, and the only inn really uh, in town uh, near the docks is the Wilting Waters. So um, you can go there again. As well, we've got at least like four hours to kill, and I don't think we have any pressing stuff. Like we, d- I don't remember us saying we need to tell the local authorities this information, right? Like, no, yeah, no, it wasn't anything like mm-hmm. that. So yeah, we could, we could go stay. there, or we could go to a different one. I mean, why go to the same place twice? Uh, Rose, but I didn't uh, feel you were that adventurous in the. Staying in the abodes, <laughs> but yeah, we could we could certainly check one out. Uh, I remember seeing that uh, I don't recall the name of it, but there was that elvish one. Uh, there was that frilly one, I'm pretty sure, uh, and then that sort of squallery one. I don't know. Jewel just kind of glares at Rosebud. She's tired. She wants to go to sleep. <laughs> it's like, why, why are you doing this? To us? <laughs> as soon as you glare, Rosebud's like, I retract my previous statement. <laughs> We can go rest. <laughs> Leave us there, Lavender. Dance us over. <laughs> Please. He does proudly. <laughs> so as you uh, dance off the docks, um, you certainly get some eyes uh, as you are a... Um... He also makes it a point to say hello to everyone that looks at him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you, there aren't that many, but there are a handful. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, un- un- unfortunately, you, um, 
you you get some remarks from some people. Most people are content to just sort of awkwardly stare at the at the weird collection ensemble that you have, but um, you know, unfortunately, there are some people who sort of spit in your direction as you try and say hello, and um, someone you know, someone uh, looks at you and and you know, sort of whispers to themselves like, "What a freak show!" as they pass. Um, but no one, do I no hear one it? confronts you. I'm sorry. Do I hear that with a passive perception 16? Yeah, you would. Uh, I cast Thaumaturgy right behind them and make it the sound of a scream. <laughs> like what kind? Like a blood curdling scream? Like a blood curdling like scream, just to like uh, startle them. <laughs> as soon as you do that, um, you know you hear this like, sort of horrible screeching sound of like a woman who sounds like she's been stabbed. Um, uh, the the handful of of people just sort of all just sort of scream at once and then just book it in, in like different directions. Um, you know, one or two of them sort of trip over themselves as they fall, and they're like, "Come on, man, get up, quick, get out of here." Um, the scream is so loud that you see some candles lit uh, inside houses. Some people uh, pull back the curtains. Um, you've drawn attention to yourselves as you've... With a horrible scream. Yes. Yeah. should do well for our reputation. <laughs> you just hear, hear Rosebud Munful. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So, <laughs> you guys uh, make it to the Wilting Waters. The Wilting Waters is a um, modest two-story building um, that is uh, painted uh, a bright blue with little inlays of the ocean as like the crown molding on the bottom and the top. Um, It is quiet inside. There is uh, nobody at the desk, but there's a bell. Uh, you know, on the counter, you know, and, and you know the drill. You've you've been in enough of these inns to know that at this time of night, all you really need to do is just ring on the door, and you'll get a key from from someone. Uh, so I'll do that, I suppose. Okay, yeah. So you um, do that, and a familiar face uh, comes out of the room. She's wearing uh, this like long nightgown, and she has like a sleepy cap on, and she's got these big, thick rimmed glasses. This is um, Yesenia Penelope Magpulong Mindoro, and she is the te- she is the inn owner, um, and she has sort of like this um, tawny brown skin um, uh, with sort of this petite build. And she has uh, this, this like, uh, straight black hair that's cut around shoulder length and uh, is cut in, like, a straight line around her bangs. Um, and she has tattoos on one of her arms from her elbow down to her... Uh, excuse me, from her shoulder down to her elbow um, to denote, you know, sort of the yearly passage of time, these black rings... Um, and Yesenia looks at you, uh, and there's a moment of recognition. And she says, ah, yes, uh, welcome back. 
Um, I am surprised to see you all so soon. Is there a reason she's surprised? Um, you had made a mention that you were mercenaries looking for work. And so, uh, I guess she sort of got the impression that she probably wouldn't see you again, <laughs> really, for uh, a long time. Jill uh, just shrugs. Yeah, we, we finished uh, a job, as it were. And, well, do you have some open rooms? We, we really need a place to sleep. Uh, Senia nods emphatically. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I have a, a, a few rooms. Um, things are kind of quiet lately. Um, she looks at you all uh, and she says, um, yeah, I, I have two rooms for you. Um, she seems kind of nervous. Uh, one of you make an insight check. I'll do it. Go for it. Did she see the screaming incident? No, this was uh, far off. She wouldn't have heard it. <laughs> nice one. Oops, definitely just... Oh, crap. Closed I, got, I, I closed my tab on accident, so you got to excuse me. It was um, a 24 insight. From it was a 24 insight? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I see it. Um, Rosebud, she looks um, shaken. Very, it's kind of nervous. Um, shaken in general, or shaken to see us? Shaken, no, not to see you. Well, I mean, with well, with that insight, you could tell that it's not necessarily you. Um, there seems to have been some sort of, uh, some sort of thing that has uh, had her shaken. Uh, Almost like nervous, Pedro. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I'm not the best at describing things sometimes. Yeah, she seems nervous. Kind of antsy. Uh, Rosebud is gonna sort of start to move forward, and then he's gonna remember the kid, and how he how his last social interaction went. Um, and he's gonna actually sort of tug on Jewel's arm and whisper to her, Something troubles her. I'm not sure what, but something's wrong. She'll just give a little nod and then look to the... Are you okay? You seem a little agitated. She says to the innkeeper. Uh, make a persuasion check. Yeah, 20. Aha! Uh, <laughs> 20. She, um... She looks at you kind of nervously, uh, and she says, Well, actually, I... If you... I guess I suppose it's no use in uh, not telling you. She says, Well, there was a sailor uh, who stayed the night a few days ago, and um, he made a mention how he saw a large gathering of ships a few islands over, and the whole town sort of got him nervous about it. There's talk. What kind of talk? Well, you know... She sort of looks at you. None of you are human. 
<laughs> so uh, <laughs> she sort of speaks a little bit more freely, and she says, "Well, you know these, you know the Galatians have have come in, and it's so soon after the shallow wars, we're still recovering from it, and you know their their fight with Avierno, and um, we're just the people are worried that." The Shimmering Isles might get dragged into something greater. Conflict. Oh, that would be uh, problematic, I'm sure. Yeah. She's basically just trying to be, like, you know, comforting and generally, like, sure. they're there. And as comforting Geth, as, like, you can be, right? Like, in this aspect. And then Geth practically says, uh, yes, Galicia is quite a power-hungry nation. I've, I've seen a fair bit on my part. It, it is worthwhile to be prepared. The uh, innkeeper sort of burrows her brow. Uh, she says, I, I lost my husband in the Shallow Wars. I I can't imagine losing my son to whatever Galicia sends him off to do next. It's hard to prepare for something like that. Never knowing... What might happen? She sort of looks at you and she says, These are trying times. Mm. But kind of like pats her on the arm, thinking, like, Yeah, and there's a, you know, there's a little island that lost all their kids. Let's not mention that, though. <laughs> <laughs> She's like thinking this inside, like, Yeah, let's. Trying times, indeed. Let's not, uh. Uh, she says, there, but, but... yes, enough of my, uh, sorry to bum you out, as the young hip kids say, but I, uh, I have your rooms here for you, and she pulls out two keys, and she, uh, hands them to you, uh, Jewel of the Mountain, with a smile. Jewel smiles and nods, and then she gives a really, really big yawn, like, tongue out, shining teeth, like, nice cat thing. <laughs> sort of smiles a bit, and... Uh, there's sort of an urge in her eyes to see to pet you, uh, but she stops. She's like, wait, you're not a cat. This is a person. Hold on. <laughs> I was like, you're not a cat. You're a, you're a, uh, oh my gosh. What's your race called again? Tabaxi. Thank you. I was like, you're a going into, uh, Morrowind slash Elder Scrolls. <laughs> Yeah, so Jewel hand off one of the keys to either Rosebud, Lavender, or Gath, cool. and she'll wave, you know, wave to Oma like, "Let's go." She'll um, kind of cough, <clears throat> and she'll sort of look at you all expectantly. Yeah, oh, yes, what is money. The price? <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw down for this one. Okay. Um, let me see. Hang on. Recurring expenses, 126. Let's see. Uh, in total cost per day. Oh, wait, I think this is running? Players? Yeah, no, I think that's running an in, not a... Is it like the comfortable living, that kind of thing? 
Yeah. Something. Yeah. So in stay per day, squalid seven CP, poor one SP, modest five SP, comfortable eight SP, wealthy two GP, aristocratic four. Uh, I I would say that this is just a modest. This modest. Is a modest. Okay. So, so this would be five CP for us. So it's uh, five copper pieces for you. Well, wouldn't it be if it's mod? Oh, mine says different numbers than the one. Oh, really? Where's yeah, your? Says, what page are you looking at? I'm looking at the roll twenty uh, expenses. Hold one, one second. Oh, okay. Start in the Discord. Are you looking at the lifestyle expenses where yeah. modest is one GP? Yeah. So further down, it specifically has like an in stay. Oh, okay. That's I was just looking too high. Okay. My bad. So, so five copper. Well, I divide everything by one or by ten. So yeah. it's usually five uh, silver pieces. So divide by ten, five copper pieces. Okay. Cool. 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 Done. I've struck it from my sheet. I've given her a spare two as well. <laughs> so kind. That's five CP for each of us, or is it for each room? Yeah, so, yeah, because five CP would be 50 copper. So, yeah, if you divide that by 10, it's five copper. Uh, So that would be 10 copper total, because there's two rooms. Then I have given her 12 copper total. Sounds... Nice tip for a late-night check-in. Yes, she says, oh, thank you. Thank you kindly. And she uh, says, if there's anything else, she looks at you all with a question. Uh, I, I also look at my companions. <laughs> Not She'll just tonight. shakes her head and probably yawns again. She um, says, oh. I'll, I'll hold up and like let everyone go ahead. So I guess Rose Butter Lavender uh, takes the key. And, Total uh, take the key. Then he'll head up. Yeah, and j- just like, I'm not trying to be overt or anything it's just i'm hanging back just like an extra half second and just saying um if you are worried about uh conscription the the best thing to do is make it known that uh you have other skills besides battle uh something that will keep you far from the front lines for your son or yourself Mm. that is a good way to think about it you know i run a business i make some Decent sums of money. Perhaps I can do bookkeeping for them. You know, the gears need to turn. Logistics is another portion, yes. Yes. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. She seems a little bit more relieved at the notion. And then I'll head up. Okay. Crash for six hours, whatever. I don't know. Okay. You know, well, uh, so, uh, you know, you know. You guys are absolutely allowed to have rested on, like, the barge. Don't feel like you couldn't have We're just slept killing on the time barge. then. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Making sure we're so, not sleepy. It's up to you. So, like, I mean, obviously, you know, maybe you only slept for three, four hours, and then you need the extra two or three hours. It's is it, is anything open right now? Um, There are some bars that are open, some taverns that are open all night. Okay, but yeah, like the like the businesses would be closed. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, but, it's like three, four in the morning. So the businesses, the businesses probably aren't going to be open for another two or three hours. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to maybe take an hour before I like 
sleep for another two or three, just doing a little bit of uh, alchemical tests and or uh, investigation on the two Mananangal tongues. I'm going to see if they like have withered, if they're staying fairly uh, uh, animated, not animated, um, just seeing if it's like an actual monster piece versus like a magical mythical being and stuff like that. Because they yeah, have some regenerative the, properties. Right, they did have some regenerative properties. Um, they seem to be decaying at a normal rate. Okay, that's it. Yeah, they're, they're, it's not like they're wiggling around or anything like that. They're not like trying to crawl away from you to go back to their own master, you know. They're just, yeah. I, I, you, you get the notion that you probably, you, you've killed the beast. Um, Sounds good. But you also you also oh. know that from folklore they, they re, it's, I mean, original Filipino, they reattached, but in this world, because that makes things a little bit easier, they regrow from their torso, from their legs. Um, so... But you, so you know, you 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 know that you killed those things, but you also know that um, it's not like it's starting to wither. Yeah, it was more just like seeing if there is anything that he could use to sell from this. If it was like had any alchemical oh, stuff. Oh, uh, I mean, like, sure. I mean, if you want to go and roll like a a medicine check, sure, or an arcana if you want to do magic spells. I- Medicine, if you want to do like, well, you know, medicine. I was thinking so alchemy. specifically alchemy. Yeah, what is alchemy? Uh, do you Al- have an alchemy role? I have. I'm proficient with alch- alchemist tools, alchemist supplies, and I have alchemist supplies. So I'm thinking of like someone who is a mage might use this as a component to a spell, but he needs it refined to a certain extent. That's sure. how I am thinking of alchemy. Yeah. So go ahead and roll. Uh, roll for alchemy. I will. Um, would this be more intelligence or it'd probably be an intelligence based alchemy, right? Because I can change which attribute is the base. I, I, I would say that this is intelligence based because this is sort of like science. You're kind of doing you know, some changing. You're not like casting any sort of spells or you know, boiling down like magical essences of any kind. You're literally just like dissecting a tongue. Yeah, for sure. So that's so. a proficiency bonus and my intelligence bonus. So yeah, 15 total on this yeah, uh, two Mananangal tongues to see if there's y- any value here. You find that uh, it breaks down to some base attributes that you know you could probably sell. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. I will just put a refined two base uh, supplies. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll circle back if I get to sell it. Sounds good. Anyone else doing anything? Um, I, I've got a quick question. Um, so we'd be able to split essentially our sleeping so that we'd be able to overall have an extra long rest, or yeah, I'll I'll definitely yeah. allow it. Like if if you would have wanted to have slept, if you know, you could have slept for the entirety of the trip there. You know, okay, because it's three in the morning by the time you got there, so you could have went to bed at like nine or ten o'clock. Okay, I just, I just wanted to make sure because I I blew some of my mana on filling up rings, so. Yeah, um, 
you could have done that like during the trip and then like slept three hours and then slept another three hours here. Okay. Thank I'll you. allow that. Just, you know, not, I'm not going to get too much into the minutia of it right now. For sure. Uh, I will go to sleep for a little longer. Just sort of have a little cat nap for a couple hours until shops start cat opening. Cat nap? Yes, I understand. <laughs> I know what I've done there. Uh, but yeah, that's what I'm going to do for a little bit. Just waiting for shops to open. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, Joel's just going to curl up in a few hours. Okay. You'll probably want to go wandering shops with everybody, so... Just be a few hours. Alright. Everyone else is also just relaxing in their rooms. Yeah. Uh, Lavender's just gonna wait till first thing in the morning, then he's gonna go seek out the uh, the tattoo lady. Um, okay. I'm just. I, I think for a little while I'll end up doing uh, meditation, and then uh, go to sleep. All right. Sounds good. So. First light arrives. Some of you wake up to the smell of pork and eggs. Uh, some of you didn't really go to sleep at all and just noticed that the light is shining through the windows. The day is yours. Uh, I have a question. Yes. Would it be stealth or sleight of hand to try to put my foot wraps on without Lavender noticing? Like, disguise them that they're not on? Well, I mean, I have a very long cloak that's almost down to my feet. Like, it just doesn't drag along the ground. I would say do, like, a sleight of hand to sort of try and hide it well enough. Holy crap! (laughs) Okay. Yeah, you seem to have done a pretty good job. What's uh, Lavender's passive perception, Wes? Yeah, what's your passive perception, Wes? Uh, it is... How do you... Is passive perception just... Uh, it's on modifier? the bottom of the skills. Oh, um, perception. Yeah. Alright. Well, uh, Lavender doesn't seem to notice... Rude. <laughs> <laughs> I never agreed for how long. <laughs> um, I guess I'll Rosebud will head over to Oma. Um, I could come with you for the rations when Lavender goes to his thing and whatever the rest want to do. I could help you with that. I think that would work here. I, I've been patching up the rug so that it's somewhat patched. Um, mm-hmm. Can you do anything with this? It is still bare. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I could do something with it. Is there something you had in mind? Mm. As long as I have uh, the blessing of Miria and enough materials, I can make pretty much anything you would like. It might be good to make something or to sell it. It 
would breathe a little bit of coin. Well, I was sure. thinking uh, is if you wish to make more armor, it could make armor, but uh, I don't know. Like you said, uh, you would have to find out. Right, I, I can give it a shot. Generally, we don't sell things that we make with oh. it, though. So, anything well, that I make, if I sell it, it would have to be tithed heavily. Ah. Uh, well, uh, what about if you make a bag? Or, I'm looking at it, trying to, to kind of decipher what it could be. <laughs> or, could be hat. Look. Can I just kind of like sit on top? You <laughs> could hide underneath it. Um, is this conversation just like? Yeah, it's just out the in the open. Fictional, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I've recall in Galicia, uh, there were some dancers in the street who had ribbons. Uh, maybe Lavender might like some kind of streamer bear. <laughs> well, Lavender? Yeah. Why not? Take that what you will. I was either imagining uh, IRL like essentially a, a bear, not quite jacket, but like you'd put the claws on your hands and then it would just be like stream. Bear decorations. Stuff. Yeah. yeah no, it, it's, he's imagining it because. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so it'd just be like a hooded cowl kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That is a possibility. I could uh, definitely do that. I'd have to stay here, though, for a while. I wouldn't be able to come shopping with everyone. Maybe not today, then. Yeah, it will stay with me until such time you wish to uh, take that on. Very well. Um... Pedro, yes. From our again from our previous stay here, did we make any connections uh, with my background? Um, what's it called here? I have a thing that like basically is supply chain. There it is. One second. Uh, that. <laughs> uh, did we like get any time to? find a good spot to pick up these stuff. Like, obviously, there's the general shops and everything like that, but did we find anything extra special to go check out while we were here for the 10 days? Yeah, um... You, uh, know that uh, actually uh, guess there is something um... As you made port a few, you know, the week prior, um, one of your old trading contacts uh, was in town. Uh, You remember that he was taking on a a trading shipment of largely just um, food for the war effort over in Avierno. Um, but, uh, he mentioned speaking 
to some of his suppliers he, he, by name. He mentioned some names of like some wholesale wholesale suppliers. Um, you would be able to sort of call upon your connections there. Um, you might even, if you ask around, the contact might even still be in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you would know that he would be hanging around the wicker markets. And is that a fairly common trading location? Yeah, it's sort of the main marketplace of Lagoot. Shall we head there, everyone? Um, I realize Lavender wanted to see... What was their name, Wes? Uh, her name is uh, Talu Demandal. Uh, maybe actually it would almost make more sense to attempt to track down Talu quickly, uh, because if we can't find them immediately, we can still go to the wicker markets. They won't be moving. Very well, we can do that. I do also agrees. wish to see if we could go buy some healer. Um, maybe to help, yes. And I kind of point at the, the scars and stuff. Uh, good point. <laughs> uh, so we've got we've got objectives: tattoo mm-hmm. person okay. first, yeah. wicker um, market, then healer. Healer, uh, like an apothecary. I think magical or magic. Was the That's, yeah, the, 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 yeah. The implication there was like magic. So yeah, there's a magic place you can go to. So yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. So what would you like to do first? The tattoo place, or the magic place, or yes, the general goods. Yes, it is. Is it an option? Trying what? Go on. Sorry, Jewel. I mean, uh, Leo. I was just, uh, on a personal note. Would it be okay if we took a short break? Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. It's almost yeah. eleven, so I just want. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. All right, we can take a quick break. All right, we'll be back in five ten minutes.
I'm back. Back too. Wes, I just want to say, I was a hundred percent planning for that sleight of hand slash stealth to fail. <laughs> I did not expect to succeed. It worked out. There you go. <laughs> did it though? I wanted the scene where I got caught. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'm sure uh, there will be other opportunities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, trying to figure out these rules for crafting items with the forge cleric thing. Oh yeah, that's interesting. I've never like seen that or experienced that one before. Yeah, because it says I can conduct any non-magical item that must, but must include some metal. It also later says that the metal irretrievably coalesces and transforms into the creation at the ritual's end, magically forming even non-magical, non-metal parts of the creation. So does that mean I could like add a zipper or something, like a little hook to the what you call it, um, the bear cloak thing, and it would just be fine because technically there is some metal. Maybe? I don't know. I guess it would be a sort of a DM ruling. I don't know why... <laughs> they give them this this channel divinity that is so, like... <laughs> Weird. Uh. Yeah. And, by the way, they make sure that I physically cannot make coin. That's why the, I said the tithe thing. Because it just doesn't make oh. sense for me to make something that is better and then still somehow not get more money for it you know oh, okay like because for some reason if i make say a axe i would have to pay that money <clears throat> that an axe would require that, that generally like that you'd buy it at that would have to go into the creation so i can physically not make money with this that seems like a why yeah you're, like, aren't like forge blacksmiths supposed to make money out there? Uh, uh, apparently, wizards disagrees. I can't actually start making money until level uh, seven when I get fabrication. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, maybe that makes some sense. Yeah, but it's it's weird because yeah, I cannot make something without spending an equivalent amount of gold that I would be able to sell it for. It, it's odd. Uh, actually, Pedro, seeing as you're here now, yes. I, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, here is the... my channel divinity for making stuff, essentially. Okay. And I was wondering, would I be able to use it to craft the bear rug into a bear-like sort of uh, cowl and stuff like that for Lavender, as long as I included a small bit of metal somewhere in the design. Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, you would need, like, um, maybe some metal wiring for the helmet, maybe? I don't know. Like a... Something, like, to put... Brads and buckles. 
Or yeah, buckles. Yeah. Yeah, because How many like buckles. Do you want lavender? <laughs> Sorry, you were saying, Pedro. I'm so. This hour-long ritual is just basically blacksmithing. That's essentially what this is. It's basically magical blacksmithing. That you can just do in an hour? That I can do in an hour. But uh, there are uh, some pretty heavy limitations. And I can't say, for example, if I want to make an axe and I have all the metal I need, I literally have to throw money into the creation. As I, I'm justifying it as a tithe. Because otherwise it doesn't make sense to my brain. But sure. um, otherwise I cannot make it. So I this in this way they've made it so you can't make money off of uh, the skill. Because you have to spend an equivalent amount to make the thing as you'd be able to sell it for. It's a balancing thing, but at the same time... <laughs> Yeah, they don't want you to cheese it. Yeah. They want to cheese the game with a bunch of master work weapons or something like that. Pretty much. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I have, I have no qualms with, with that. Okay. Seems like a fair use of of your ability. Uh, yeah, I mean, as long as you meet the requirements, which it sounds like it's just metal. Um, and, then, and being uh, under, seeing as we're cutting everything by 10, under 10 gold worth. Yeah, I was like under 10 gold worth. Yeah, and I mean, this is a bear rug. They're just making it into a bear cowl yeah which in my mind would not be worth 11 gold fair enough awesome cool yeah so it takes you yeah you, you could definitely do that i guess we're back um uh are leah and ryan back yet is everyone back checking in i don't think leah and ryan have uh come back yet okay Sounds good. So, have you ever played Dungeon Defenders, Wes? <laughs> no, but it sounds it sounds super fun. It's you actually know, surprisingly good. It's it's. I came what, in with the lowest of expectations, and they were met. What, what kind of game is it? It's like a tower defense game, but like a like, multiplayer tower defense. It's like a multiplayer tower defense, but also with. RPG elements, so like your character that you choose, your class, can also get into the fight and do stuff, and has abilities and stuff like that. Oh, interesting. Are you, do you guys like all take like different zones or something like that? Generally, like... yeah. Different, yeah, essentially. Yeah, different classes have different towers, so we sort of oh, spread out the different things as needed to different lanes. How's the, like, is it can you do it like solo or is it not that fun unless you have like um, a bunch of people with you? Well, they, they added the thing solo so that you can essentially you can have four different characters at once and just switch. Oh, it was meant to be a co-op game. Though. It was meant to be a co-op game, but it's definitely doable by solo because basically there's a tower, uh, a tower limit that is across all people. If you're changing different between different classes, you can set up whatever you need and you don't have to share the the tower oh, currency with other people. So it would still be harder, I feel like, just because a lot yeah, solo is definitely a lot harder. I am back. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. No, it sounds like fun. It, it is it's really fun. fun. 
definitely need to set up another time to play that at some point. It's on uh, Steam. It's on Steam. I think it's on other systems too, consoles. I don't know if it's cross-platform, but it might be. One sec. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Which was this, sorry? Uh, Dungeon Defenders 2. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, if everyone's back... Oh, unfortunately, it doesn't look like cross-platform is a thing. <laughs> I think we're all back. Yep. Alright. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think it is time to start a day. So, uh, we have already sort of discussed some things behind the scenes, but uh, Josh, excuse me, Rosebud, <clears throat> would you like to spend the next hour crafting this item for Wes? Or, excuse me, oh my god, Lavender? Um, you know, actually, I think I will. I, I think I will spend the time and I'll stay and let other people go do the shopping and I'll try to meet up with them afterwards. Okay. So I'll set... No, I can't do that because I can't be alone. Um, yeah, I'll just stay and I'll I'll do it and I'll try to find them afterwards. Sounds good. How about we meet you in the wicker market because we will spend the first little while doing tattoo. Perfect. Stuff. Yes, that will that will work well. Yes. Okay. So, uh, which one of you are going to try and find Tally, Tala, Talu? I can help because uh, I was with Lavender. Um, I don't know about helming the search though. Uh, yeah, I, I can help ask around. Um, if there is a, a tattoo shop, uh, what do you think, though, Lavender? Yeah, I mean, um, he, he's more than willing to look alone if you guys want to focus on um, finding the magic shop and the other stuff, but he's not going to say no to any company. In my mind, it was like, go there together, and if you're going to get done, leave you there. and. Pick oh, okay, up. yeah, no, that works. So that we all know where it is for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, well, there's a big tattooing culture. So it won't be hard. Uh, I mean, in fact, I mean, right there, you have your uh, innkeeper who does have tattoos. So. That would be a good place to start. Yeah, no. He'll, uh, I guess, walk down to the, the front desk or uh, whatever and ask if um, she can help him find uh, Talu uh, Demandal. Okay. She um, looks at you and she says, well, I've never heard of her before, but um, most of the tattoo shops are uh, 
Not hard to find. I don't know how familiar you are with the city, but... All you how long really... did we stay here the first time? Uh, about a week. So, I mean, you're, you have an idea of where the city things are. You have an idea. Yeah, um, so she says... Um, she says, um, I mean, your best bet is to go looking over an ink alley. Ah, of course. Makes complete sense. <laughs> she sort of laughs. She says, yes, well, there's so many of them. Uh, I can't possibly keep count, but... And they're not all in ink alley, but... You say that she's a master? She's a master tattooist? Yes, it is uh, what I have been told. Well, then, I would assume that she would have residence in Ink Valley. In fact, I would assume that maybe she has a, a place of prominence in Ink Valley. I, there aren't many master tattoo artists around. Hmm. Well, if I find it, I shall let you know. Okay, you do that. Perhaps I can get something. I've been thinking about getting a barracuda on my forearm. What do you think? Yeah. Well... If I come back uh, looking different, you can take a look and see if uh, you like what you see. <laughs> she nods. She says, okay, I'll hold you to it. So, uh, Ink Alley is a small sliver of town um, that is essentially a narrow uh, coastline on the southwest of town. It's not necessarily a a ward. It's sort of become an unofficial ward because tattooing has become is a, such a prominent part of of the town. Um, so it's not hard to find directions <clears throat> to Ink Alley. You have not been there personally, but it is not hard to find directions. It's it's to the west of town. Like wh- where's the it, harbor? No. Sorry. So the harbor is on the east. Okay. Um. The harbor is on the in the east, uh, and then, uh, like, I have a map here. I guess I can take a picture and show you guys. Um, just, just so you guys have a visual reference of what the hell I'm talking about. Although I'm sorry if my uh, chicken scratch is illegible. <laughs> At least you have, like, an idea of what I'm trying to do. What I'm talking about here. Sounds good to me. Oh, and Ryan, what were you saying earlier about what time you have to leave today? Yes, you have, like, an hour left. uh, I don't need to leave much earlier. Like, I planned it so that, technically speaking, ending our normal time is fine but like mm-hmm. I'm going to mention near close to the end of time just to remind everyone and I might leave a little bit earlier depending on uh, packing because I didn't prep as much as I meant to but we should be good I just gotta check with my wife and uh, make it work yeah absolutely I, just, I can't go too late today because my friend that came to visit from Florida leaving today, so I'm hoping to squeeze in a couple hours with her before she has to catch her flight. Where's she from? Um. If you don't mind. 
sharing like, that information. I think it's St. <laughs> Petersburg and then a town like a little north of that. Yeah. I know a bunch of people from St. Petersburg, so... I mean, it's not where I live, but... Cool, cool, cool. Let me... Oop, nope, I'm on the wrong side. No, St. Petersburg is right by where she went to school. Okay. I know she's over on the east side. East things. Coast? Yeah. I wonder if you're thinking of... Um, uh, St. Lucia, maybe? I don't know. There's a bunch of saints. Port St. Lucie. A yeah, little Port Saint Lucie, north of way. Port St. Lucie. That's what I meant That's to what say. she said. Yeah. yeah, I've been to Port St. Lucie. It's a nice place. I have a couple people there. I know. Um, okay, here's the... My god. I put my phone camera on a 10 second timer for some reason. So, you have to excuse me. Just gotta make sure you're really steady that whole 10 seconds. Otherwise... <laughs> Uh, I cut some of the... There was a problem saving your photo? Ugh, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wait of 10 course. seconds for that. Okay, turn the timer off. <clears throat> Come on. Okay, well, apparently I can't take pictures with my phone. Which is weird. All good, mate. Don't worry about it. Let me try this. Hmm. No. Okay. Weird. I don't know. Sorry, buddy. I tried. I'll uh, try and upload that sometime soon. Sounds good. <clears throat> yeah, so you need to essentially go... You can either walk along the pier, you can walk along the coast, or you can go inland towards... Um, Towards uh, Sharkbait Bridge, and then head directly south from Sharkbait Bridge. Up to you. Directly south, I guess. Like whatever the most direct route is, for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say Sharkbait. Yeah, you could take. So you you follow the the pier along the pier. It makes and sense. You head closer to the pier as well. <laughs> sure. You head down to the other side of town um it's you have to cross shark bait bridge um you know which is this wide uh massive uh old bridge that has a town that has um sort of like tourist uh shops and like bait shops on both sides of it uh and you see that there are uh people actually i'm getting ahead of myself sorry uh, Geth and Lavender, you leave the inn, and and you notice that the dock yard is quiet. I don't. I was intending for the whole party minus Rosebud to come, so that we everybody, all know where it is. Okay. everybody except Rosebud. Yeah, you leave the inn, and you find that it is quiet. Strangely quiet. Ah, it's so peaceful here. It's so nice. The tavern, the dockyard looks full. There are a couple new ships in the harbor. Um, and I mean, you don't even need your passive perception to notice that 
Most of the dock workers are staring out at the edge of the pier. They're all sort of staring out of the ocean. So it's quiet, but populated. Correct. Is it like one of those, oh, look, it's a meteor sort of looks out over the ocean, or is it not quite that extreme? Like, if we're walking through and there's only a few people, are they all staring out as if magically in, in, interested, or what's, what's the uh, This is a busy dock uh, that seems to have stopped working to take note of something in the ocean. Oh, well, yeah, I'll definitely look. Like, what are they looking at? <laughs> Out um, on the horizon, you see, dotting the skyline, ships. Lots of ships. Like, memories of war between Galicia and Averno, lots of ships. The fact that you can see them, well, first of all, trading, you know that it is very rare for trading vessels to group together like this. There's around 20 ships. Mm. You only get that high when you're a naval fleet. Mm, maybe we should go get Rosebud. I feel like we might uh, want to all be together for the next little while at least. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll turn around and go get Rosebud. Are we, are we familiar with any sort of political situation in uh, the Shimmering Isles? I would say Geth is fairly familiar, honestly, with his trading stuff. He'd need to be up to date sure. on that surrounding area. Yeah, um... You know that the Shimmering Isles is undergoing occupation by Galicia. Um, they lost to them during the Shallow Wars about uh, 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago now. And um, essentially are just being used to kind of mine precious resources, increase trade, Um there's a lot of friction. Uh, you know that the northern islands are more subdued than the southern islands. Are we That's, southern or northern? Yes, you are in the southern islands. You're in the southwest. Excuse me, you're in the southeast, which was the hardest fought um, theater of the war. Uh, it took the longest time to put down, and there are still some occasional rebellions that happen. This is a point of order. Is there such a thing as a passport? Like, I'm Galician. Do they no, just know that I'm not from really. there? I no, I mean, where I'm at. they'll know that you're from there from you're speaking Galician. Okay. You know, but you're also not Galician, aren't you? No, I am. I'm. Oh, uh, right, you are. So you're, was, you're in Vontau, and you're yeah. no, you were in Avierno. Yeah, I was right. doing a lot of trading between Galicia right. and Avierno, mm -hmm. um, right, and Vontau. So, mm -hmm. uh, if you speak Galician, then they will assume you are Galician. I'm gonna you... have to assume I do. I'll write that down. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna assume you do too. Um, you kind of, I mean, it's fairly insular. I'm not gonna suggest how you look. 
but I mean, there's certainly a sort of homogenous, like people who are Galician tend to be either olive-skinned or fair-skinned. They tend to have black hair or dark brown hair. Um, you know, sort of somewhat distinctive. Mm-hmm. I don't look anything um, like that. I just have the build of sure, the yeah. father from the area. Yeah. But sure, and and of course, obviously, there's mixing of cultures and stuff because you have Vung Tao and you have the Sand Dunes, which are you know inspired by real world Thailand and real world uh, uh, Egypt. You know, so you have this sort of influx of like you know darker skins and browner skins as well you know um absolutely especially like along the borders where there's a lot more of a mixing of the population um but where you're from which is i believe you were from the mountains so you were somewhere along the border oh no i was from san diego uh or oh, not, you're from i was i was literally from the hometown where our last group started uh, oh, okay. Modernado. Oh, Modernado, that's Modernado, right. right. Yeah. yeah. So Modernado is going to mostly be it's going to mostly be sort of like the Euro- the stereotypical European Spaniard kind of aesthetic. Yeah, um, so that would be like my father, but just right. because of the but mix. You, yeah. Absolutely. You but and and look, you could be whatever you want to be. I'm not going to dictate how you look. <laughs> I was like just end result, the population. do I have a passport for Modenado? No, got it. No, <laughs> passports passports don't exist. That's not a thing. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. a thing. Good to know. <laughs> you have a license from the Merchants Guild Good, of Galicia. I will you add know, that to my items. Yes, to 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 be able to essentially, you know, set up shop somewhere. <clears throat> So Take that perfect. proves essentially that you're at least probably Galician, and possibly some sort of license from the Guild of Adventurers. Yeah, because you guys are mercenaries. So if you're if you're um, signed up in Galicia, then yeah, it- that you would have. Um, I wasn't sure because I know that you guys are all from all over. So I wasn't sure if you'd be. A sanctioned mercenary guild from Galicia. I was sort of leaving that up to you guys. Well, quick discussion then, guys, because uh, in my mind, if I recall on the story arc, it was uh, for me, anyways, um, trying to rebuild my wares and connections after because uh, I wasn't in Galicia a long time. I was like ten when I left and did the like trading with my father all around the area, mm-hmm. um, and then came on the hard times with the bad trade lost basically everything he went back to work fields and i'm just like rebuilding so i don't know if we're an official uh what is our name oh yeah i forgot i gotta write that down again um, uh hold on i have it written down rose something isn't it or uh yeah. well you're looking bloody for thorn that sounds fair. So, like, I, I don't know in in the world, Pedro is the Adventurers Guild con, con- like c- country crossing. Is it like usually each country has their own Adventurers Guild because that would sort of dictate what we register as, if anything? Because most of us met up in the Shimmering 
aisles in some capacity, so that might be where we registered, which is occupied by Galicia, so subset of Galician Um, stuff. (laughs) It really depends. There's a big mercenary culture in Galicia, just because they have a large sort of army. Um, But uh, it's different with with every, every country that you go to. It's not like a... It's not the norm to have, like, sanctioned mercenary groups. You get the idea that Galicia is heavily, heavily bureaucratic, and that everything there is by the book. Then I probably would have known that and asked our group to register just for the sake of having the paperwork for the Shimmering Isles, knowing that it's occupied. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so that is sort of bleeding over into the Shimmering Isles, but there aren't, like, um... there's You know that there's an adventurer guild in the capital... Fort Ronaldo. Because isn't that where we met? But that's it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, all we met in the Shimmering Isle Adventuring Guild. Okay, then yeah, then that that's the only adventuring guild in 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 the entire Shimmering Isles. What was that one called? Sorry, Fort Ronaldo. Fort Ronaldo Adventure, which is essentially the capital city, or I should say, the forced capital city since the occupation. So yeah, we definitely, in my opinion, would have had something. Sure, absolutely. I don't, I don't, whether that be like we gave true information or not, that's a whole other aside there, cough, cough, Oma. But uh, <laughs> yeah. we'd have some paperwork. Right. You have some sense of legitimacy. Yep. Um, yeah. We have so, passports. We're good. <laughs> you, you see there are ships... Um, on the horizon, they're too far to tell. You see people are sort of murmuring to themselves. What could this mean? Who are they? Oh no. You know, sort of the general misgivings. Um, they seem to be headed towards the island. Does anyone have a spyglass amongst Mm. our parties? I don't. Um? But if you give me an hour... (laughs) Nope, I feel like someone mirror. has. A, oh, that's what it was. Signal mirror. Maybe we'll look into getting a spyglass. Yeah. Uh, is there like a harbor person with a spyglass? Like, are we on all the docks? Are we still going? To yeah, work? you guys are like in. Or you guys are like. I'm assuming you guys have sort of made your way to the docks and like mm-hmm. stepped out as far as you could. Um, yeah, make a. Uh, I won't even say make a perception check. Um, you can look around. And you can find a spyglass. Sure, you find someone who's sort of looking at the spyglass. Yeah, I just wanted to basically ask if they see any signs. Does it show markings for pirates or another force like Ismore or Perth or Galicia? Uh, he sort of mutters uh, to himself. You see this big guy, you know, sort of stocky and barrel-chested. Um, he's sort of burnt from his time out there in the sun. He has sort of a, a naval cap, you know, sort of that tri-point naval cap. Um, uh, and he sort of has this gruff, unkempt beard uh, and he that, he that doesn't even, like, move as he talks. Um, the lower half is kind of dominated by it. And it says, oh, this, uh, this doesn't look too good. And he pulls out a giant book full of just flags. And he's flipping through them. 
and you see um, there are people sort of crowding around him, you know, sort of quietly murmuring, like, hurry up. What does it say? What, 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 which one is it? And then he, and then he points to a flag. And he says, it's Parate. Interesting. And they all kind of look at each other nervously. Do you think, they ask, what does this mean? You know that Galicia is currently not at war with Parate, but there is some animosity there because uh, they're currently trying to expand their borders again for the second time in... 30 years. This could be like an embargo sort of thing, maybe. Keeping them back. That or just a hostile takeover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The southern islands are the ones that are closest to Parate. They're also the ones that have the most support. Uh, you would know that um, there is a lot of Parate kind of holdover culture in the southern islands because there was a lot of cross pollination between cultures and peoples in the southern islands. And during during the Shimmering Isles, during the Shallow Wars, uh, it, it has never been officially stated or proven, but there were lots of rumors that Parate was funding the Shimmering Isles during the war, during the, 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 during the Shallow Wars. It was never proven, though. Uh, Jewel wants to look around a little bit since they're down on the docks. Do any boats seem like they're like you know packing up, getting ready to roll? Like they're they're trying to get out of here before those boats get any closer? Uh, quite the opposite, in fact. You see the city watch slowly and methodically march their way through the docks. And block entrance to ships. You see groups of sailors shouting at people in chainmail. It seems that for whatever reason, nobody's allowed to get on their ships. This has a bad feeling to it. I just says, are we really going to get caught up in something like this? <sighs> I would say it would not be good. Perhaps we should go someplace that is not out in the open. Uh, do we have, just as a party, I don't, I know Guest doesn't have much experience in Parate, and I know Rosebud's homeland there, but like, is there like what's their power compared to Galicia? Like, are we talking, you know, China versus U.S. sort of deal, or uh, not quite? Um, Parate is not as uh, powerful. They have less people uh, and they have less munitions because most of their inland is still sort of remote. This is where Rosebud grew up, so he can attest to this. Most of the inland is still not 
um, is still frontier technically. Um, whereas Galicia is almost all settled. There's very little frontier in Galicia. They have a much higher population and they are, they've been going to war for, with each other for centuries and then they all got united by Betatoon and then they started going to war with everyone else. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that in the terms of global dynamics, Parate is the underdog compared to Galicia. I guess, but they uh, have more local but, support. But they saying. have local support in the Shimmering Isles, um, and you also have to take geopolitics into view because Galicia is a sort of they're a sort of an aggressive expansionist country that makes things very tenuous for their neighbors. So just because Parate might not be as strong as Galicia doesn't necessarily mean that they are not willing to fight and then find support with other countries. Mm-hmm. What a mix what a mix we've got here. Um yeah, I suppose that uh, if we cannot leave the docks, uh, we may as well continue about our day. There is one yes, more way uh... if we want to leave quickly. Mm-hmm. It would be risky, but it would be possible that I could allow us to walk on water. Mm. <laughs> that is true. Uh, Sorry, and every, from an out of character position. And I'm every like, okay, 15 yeah, minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's <laughs> land with water walking. <laughs> it's true. The problem would be when we need to rest. <laughs> we don't find some sort of way. Well, uh, actually, uh, not a long rest, but I do have short rest capability for quite a while. Oh, that's true. Uh, yes. I think that might be prudent just to have uh, prepared. Why don't we leave it for a moment? Um, Jewel, you have some experience with ships in the wind. How long will that take to get here? Um, you want some kind of check for that, Pedro? Sure. Go ahead and roll an intelligence check. Full wind ahead. Did I get any kind of bonus for having proficiency with water vehicles? Absolutely. Uh, I would say that... Yeah. Sure, yeah. Maybe add your proficiency bonus. Add, like, a general proficiency bonus. Modifier. Eleven. Uh, Jewel, the sun is just in your eyes, and you're having a real hard time figuring it out um, precisely. But you know that they're going to be here within the day. Well, so, uh, probably by this evening, I assume, but, uh, I I can't get, you know, she's kind of, like, squinting a little bit, like, you know, I can't quite get a good read on them. The wind seems to be a little different over there than it is over here. Basically, she makes up some excuses on why she can't be a little more accurate. (laughs) Uh, so, yes, I suppose let's collect our things and, uh, just be prepared, um, Perhaps Maybe a few you... extra rations, you know, we, we don't want to, if things start getting tense, food is the last thing we want to be worrying about. Mm-hmm. Agreed. 
We should be quick, grab what we need, and be prepared to leave at a moment's notice. Has Wes returned? I don't think he has yet. Okay, uh, so maybe let's change the order then. Uh, let's go to the market first, maybe? I don't know if it makes mm-hmm. a big difference for the locations there, Pedro. Uh, sure, yeah, you guys go to the marketplace. Absolutely. That's and actually closer. Any kind of store that seems to hold any kind of like magical items, she'll definitely want to take a quick glance. Absolutely. Um, you... Okay, so we'll do this. You guys make your way to the wicker markets. It's sort of this uh, vast expanse of open space uh, stalls with a collection of tables in the middle for people to sit and eat and whatnot. There's street vendors, uh, sort of. Think of it like a bazaar. There's street vendors uh, giving out food. Uh, and whatnot. Um, I will say the mood is muted. Word seems to have spread. Um, and things are kind of unsettling for everyone. You notice that there are lots of people buying food, just like you thought. There are lots of people buying basic necessities, uh, like spools of of clothing, spools of twine, uh, things of that nature, to mend things. Um, And what's your passive perception, Gev? Mine is 14. 14? Yeah, with a passive perception, Gev, you notice... That your old friend is still here. Still set up shop. I yes. Uh, uh, well, he was a food vendor, so why don't you why up. don't you describe to me this old friend of yours? Sure. What's Can you name? tell me his locale? Looks- uh where he came from? Uh he is uh also from Galicia. Okay, so I'll or, say he's probably uh, would, would, is it a guy or is it a girl? Uh yeah, she, uh, they'll identify as female. Um, okay. And uh, we'll say... Just a second here. Are you pulling up like a name generator? Yeah. <laughs> That's totally fine. <laughs> I absolutely have one ready. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally fair. You have a name ready or a, or a, uh, a name generator ready? No, not... not um. Actually, I I do have a name ready. Uh, okay. Uh, so no, no I got one here. For... This, this generated good. Okay. Um, so a human. Uh, she actually uh has in in addition to her wares of food a little bit of like uh sort of like trapping gear. She's she's known for uh being familiar with and uh known for knowledge about like just general traps fishing fishing stuff like that okay uh she's a little bit uh plump she's got a bald uh a bald uh uh side of her head uh on the right ear but the rest of her hair is fine she shaves the right side of her head above her ear um sorry one second i got a call 
That's an inopportune time to get called. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're, yeah. you're back, Wes. Yes, I'm back. Uh, what'd you miss? I don't know. <laughs> what was the last thing you heard? Uh, well, I heard Ryan talking about uh, describing this this lady, um, but not sure what happened prior to that. Okay. Do you hear about the uh, the fleet coming in? Yeah, I heard. The, I heard like uh, we walked out. Um, the whole like harbor is quiet, and then we see this fleet coming in. Yes. Uh, from Parate, correct? If that's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you did find everything. You heard everything. Oh, and you okay. you heard that the uh, the guards are shutting down the docks. They're not letting anybody oh, yeah. leave. No, I didn't hear that. Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. Jewel of the Mountain uh, quickly started looking to see if she could find a ship <laughs> to get out of dodge with. Um, so we're and- not going to be able to complete our mission at this time. From what it looks like, you don't know. Never I say mean, never. This is D and I'm not going to let you. I'm never going to give you guys a hard no. Yeah. Also, Rosebud has thrown up the offer that we can attempt to water walk out of here without a boat, because Gat <laughs> does have the the way of making a short rest possible with his little fancy. Uh, was it? What was it called? Rope, rope escape? trick. Rope, we can do. Uh, we can do an hour rest. Short rest. Um, was there anything else you wanted to add? I've got the description up. Sorry for that. <laughs> uh, it's up to you. I mean, I'd like oh, to... Oh, I was okay. just going to finish the description that sort of sure, generated absolutely. Here. So, uh, correction. She has soft, sort of golden tan skin. Um, she's sort of medium height, a little bit on the shorter side. Uh, not particularly strong looking. She's got a bit of a square, but... Uh, fairly cute face and uh i meant to say her left side of her head uh just above the ears is shaved and the reason it's shaved is because she has intricate piercings all along the top of her ear and down and as well as her eyebrow so it highlights the fact that she has these nice glass and jewel piercings uh all along the left side of her head okay Oh, and her name's Matilda. <laughs> Matilda. All right. Matilda. I'll post, basically. Thing. I definitely... Oh, we lost you there, Pedro. Do we have a cutout or... I think, I think, uh, I think, I think he uh, dropped. Okay. I was like, he suddenly got really quiet. I'm like, uh-oh, did my computer... Ah, uh, you're good. Poor Pedro's internet. So, at the very least, we can get the rations and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think we I can also... stay for the healer. You know. Yes. Oh, yeah. Good. That was weird. I don't know. Uh, internet's not spotty. Well, must be something on their end with me. Because I have internet connection. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Okay, so, Matilda. Yep. Uh, she is there. Um, and she is doing her own thing. Offering up, uh, 
food uh, that is she's definitely one of the more popular vendors at the moment just specifically because you know of what she sells right now uh, I'll wave her and you know there's two or three people ahead of us so I won't uh, bother uh, getting ahead I'll, I'll see if there's any sort of what did we need uh, group uh, as rations like what, what do we actually want for numbers of stuff um <clears throat> at least if we're gonna end up having to leave the shimmering isles we'll need at least rations to either get us to the shore or get us to galicia mm-hmm. right we're talking like a week's mm-hmm. rations for everyone yeah that would be about a week's rations okay. so that's uh, what... also mm-hmm. also just a private thing that i'll buy is incense but i feel like we should also get a like if we can find it in the the market a detailed map of the Shimmering Isles so that we can plan like if it comes down to us having to walk we can plan our route amongst islands yeah exactly good idea you got it we want I personally want maybe a spyglass I don't know how much well that's a good idea yeah (laughs) and then if we can getting a, a bag of holding for the group to use would be really good you're gonna have to find that in a magic shop. Yeah, but yeah. You, you can find a spyglass. General things that we want. Mm, you can find a spyglass and you can find a map. Not with Matilda; she's a food no, vendor. But course. you can find it um, elsewhere. Um, Seven days worth of rations, which equals there's five of us, right? Mm-hmm. So that equals thirty-five. Is that right? Sounds right. Seven. Is for assuming that one ration is enough for a person for a day. Isn't Not it true? one rations for meal? Oh, I have no idea. Isn't one? I think it's usually two meal? rations per day is okay. standard. If I'm not mistaken. Okay, so we need seventy rations. Which? Oh gosh. Yep. So you guys um, are loading up. Um, oh, we I mean, gotta. we don't know what's going to happen. I already. I mean, it, I it also depends eight. on how many. Yeah, I've already got 10. So that minus 18, so let's just call it minus 20. That's 50 rations. How many does other people have? I have one. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've got five. You've got five, so I'm going to drop that down. Okay, uh, Wes? What's up? Sorry. How many rations, how many do, you rations do you have? Um, I have, at the moment... Uh... Two. Okay. okay, so we're looking roughly, approximately looking for like 40 plus rations. Um, okay. Yeah. Which sounds like a reasonable 44. amount for a good trip. So if we want to get like 45 or 50 just to have some extra just in case, you know, emergency is always better. So that's what I'm looking for with my old trading partner, Matilda. We go way back, you know, yes. meeting up in Galicia when I was first starting the business with my father. Uh, maybe she helped point us on a particularly good route to begin our, our travels with between Alverno and uh, Galicia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matilda welcomes you with uh, open arms. She gives you a, a warm hug. Um, and she <laughs> even says, with the burning face? <laughs> even, even with the burning face. Okay. Uh, but she looks at you and she sort of grabs your chin very gently and she says, oh... 
she would have seen me grow up theoretically. I think so. What age did I put her mm-hmm. at? What age am I at? I don't remember how old I am. Are you sort of generically in your thirties? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm 26 years old. Okay, oh, okay. yeah, you're very young. So, yeah, she would have seen me like as a young teenager, right? Then he says, "Oh, uh, your line of work is dangerous, Geth, but it is yeah. good to see that you were alive." I can agree with that. Um, to be honest, I I prefer her old line of work, but you got to start somewhere. You got to get that capital. Yes, I understand. And speaking of capital. She sort of looks around at the big crowd. She says, um, there are some heavy-handed rumors going around, and they seem to be spurring on my business. I've had to reach into my stocks, and it is barely, barely approaching lunchtime. It is, what, three past, two past dinner, or three past breakfast? What is... We did see some ships on the distance, and uh, the Dockmaster stated they look like they're from Perite. She looks at you very concerned. They're flying Perite flags. Yeah, and there was at least a score of fleets, probably 15 to 25. Dockmaster, mm. the, uh, the guards have also are keeping anybody from shipping out. Mm. Jewel just kind of like cuts in on the conversation just cause like yeah you should probably know she says wait what but my ship it just appears to be blocked off at this moment oh no you don't think they're gonna I could not say they're gonna they're gonna god the bastards they're gonna take the ships aren't they only if they are Salvageable. Maybe your ship, uh, not very. No, no, I got a big damn ship. I got enough to trade all across the islands. My ship is gonna be one of the first ones to get commandeered. Man, I just finished paying off repairs, and now I'm gonna have to worry about it getting pelted with flaming arrows. She just. Quick at all? Is it? Uh, no, it's it's slow? it's not quick. It's it's a it's a cargo ship. It's slow and it's big and it's fat and it's often full of things that only make it slower and fatter. That is unfortunate. I'm sorry to hear. Well, at least I'll have lots of money to wipe my tears with. As as she's sort of doing business kind of casually as she talks to you. A lot of good that'll do me. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of yeah. doing good business, how much do you have enough left for us to get some of your rations? They, they do look good. I'll tell you something now. You better get them now, because at this rate, I won't have any by, by dinner time. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, uh, how about we take about 50 of them off your hands? How much would that run us? And she, well, she gives her a smile, like a, a slightly toothy grin, you know, you at her well, eyes. I, you know. I, I, I whisper Normally to, I, uh, I whisper to Geth and I'm like, we, we also will need to have um, uh, herbs and uh, incense for Rosebud. And I kind of nod at him. 
We'll have to see. I don't know if uh, Matilda usually stocks that. Uh, well, she stocks spices and mm. like, like uh, you know, like tea leaves and and things and uh, stalks of you know cinnamon uh, or like stalks of sage, which is technically considered a spice. So, y- you know, you can certainly find things that can make incense. Absolutely. I don't. I wouldn't say that Rosebud really knows how to make incense. Unfortunately. Okay, that's fine. You can probably find it at a magic shop. All right. Um, uh, yeah. Rosebud will then. He's gonna. While you're doing this, he's gonna run and try to grab some incense, just because he knows that it's a hurry, just in case to get out of here. Yeah, I'll I'll go, with, go with him. Okay, yeah. so we'll split the party there. Um, Matilda looks at you. Uh, <clears throat> jewel of the mountain and she says well normally I run a business and I'd bleed you dry for all I could but because you're you and Geth is Geth and you know I have a bit of a history I'll give you a discount a good discount for friends and if there's uh, anything you need from my own wares uh, they're kind of meager at this time uh, as you know I went more spice directions uh, well, you're welcome to look at trading. Now that you've mentioned it, she sure looks. <laughs> she says, um, "Hey, Geth, do you remember that shipwreck, the one that cost your father a lot of money?" I very distinctly remember it. Yes. Well, I've been looking around, and I got a hold of something, and I thought that maybe it might be best if I had you take a look at it. And she pulls out a map. And on the map, there's a couple X's along a C route. And she says... I know I'm a bit older than you, and you might not quite remember what your pa's business, but... The word is that there was a series of shipwrecks right around here. This is exactly where your father lost his ship. Mm. I don't know if it's going to be there, but I was going to take a look. Uh, is this map worth the X's something that would maybe be like a standard uh, nautical chart with the X's It is a standard it? nautical chart with handwritten annotations on it. Mm, so maybe... And yeah. I, she uh, says I've been... It's, it's around the Shimmering Isles. And she says I've been keeping my ear to the ground for things like this. You know, I'm a bit of a treasure hunter. Uh, in my spare time, I like to to peruse shipwrecks, see if there's anything salvageable. For, you know, my <clears throat> more exotic clients. And you know that that means smuggling. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, that is the way of business, is it not? Uh, yes, I appreciate the details. And is she showing me or offering me the map? What's the implication there? Uh, the implication was that 
it's her map, but because she specifically found word of some shipwrecks that might be of interest to you, she's giving you the map. I would uh, certainly appreciate this greatly and would take some look if there's any way I can get word to you. Mm, Barring whatever's happening in the port now, uh, I'll let you know what comes of it. Yes, well, I'll I'll be here. Um, in Inupakan, I might go, um, you know, to the larger island right to the north here, but I won't be hard to find. I'll be in the capital city there. Well, not capital city. She said the biggest city in the island of that island. How do you spell that, Pedro? Um, let me grab it. Um, Pohoran, P-O-H-R-O-H-A-N-O-N. That is sort of the largest island in, like, the southwest where you guys are. Uh, largest island southwest? Largest island southwest... Uh, thank you greatly, uh, Matilda. And uh, side note, out of character, uh, it looks like rations are for one day, so we can actually half that number. Who oh, are they? Okay. Okay. Uh, cool. At least according to um, D and D Beyond. Uh, so, what's the total amount of 20, money? Twenty-five rations. I haven't done the math. It'll just take me a second. Okay, it's five silver per are. ration. So five silver times twenty-five. Uh, divided by 10, that means 12.5 silver. Uh, so 12 silver, 5 copper. So that would be... 25 rations. 20, right, so 12 silver, 5 copper, divided by 10. Uh, no, no, I've already... Oh, you've already divided by, by it? It was 125 silver okay, before gotcha. the division. Gotcha. Uh, so 12.5. 12.5. So, so she'll give you all of that for 9 copper. Or excuse me, Look, nine, nine silver. silver. Nine well, silver. That's a real good deal. I'll uh, I'll pay for that. <laughs> Just give me nine copper. Hundred and twelve silver worth of yeah. So for nine, I have marked off, and I'll just put it in my carrying for now, guys. Uh, just for mm-hmm. tracking, and then I'll divide it later. So I'm marking off a total of nine silver for that. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that means I add. Oh, we lost Pedro. Oh no! All right, how much was that? Uh, it was a total of twelve point five silver uh, before the con- oh. before the discount, and then nine silver with the discount. Okay. And, and that we was got for 20- fifty rations. No, no, it was tw- for twenty five because I looked it up, and it's not. Uh, it's it's one ration per day. Like rations are. Okay, so we only have half day. of it. Great. Yeah. Okay. So I've marked down on my sheet for now um, an additional. 25 rations. Okay, I did not. It's okay, we were were just doing some uh, internal discussion anyway. Oh, cool, cool. You know what? For now, everyone just take five on top of whatever theirs is right now, and then we will, uh, we can even it out later if we want. How about that? I'm going to move on. I'm trying to wrap it up. So, um, we move on to uh, you find a place uh, not too far from the wicker markets called uh, the Capri's Smoke, which is a magic shop. Um, 
and there are uh, closed sort of uh it's a closed door the curtains are kind of drawn um it's kind of a dark quiet place it's very unassuming but it's the capri smoke curiosities and magic I look at I look at Rosebud. So you're there as well. Um, Oh wait, sorry. I thought you. I thought this was the group moving on to the magic shop. No, she said that. uh, Rosebud said they split off. That's right. I thought you guys were going for like incense. I didn't realize you were going to the magic store. I cast message and let Jewel know I've also found a magic shop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a a little bit of time. She'll she'll need to to catch up with you guys with her Um, movement speed, which won't be that far. Um, but as you, um, so do you go in? Yep. Uh, Rosebud heads in and it beelines it for whatever incense. Yeah. So you, you, you see like mesh pockets of like, you know, incense bundles, uh, and burning sticks, um, you know, right there on the shelf sort of hanging from like hooks. You could pick a couple. Uh, I'll Um, take, I'll grab about four. Uh, like two two of each kind, I'd say, like two sticks and two uh, blocks if they're available. Okay, yeah, uh, absolutely. Go I, ahead uh, and mark that off. I asked for a little bit of incense uh, and oil, and as I'm kind of like walking around, I I'm I'm the little lady, uh-huh. and uh, I'm like, oh. Do, do you have anything that helps with burns and scars? I, I, I am looking for something like that. The, uh, I think I'm talking to the person. Maybe I'm talking right. to like something else. <laughs> oh, and right. I adjust my glasses and look back. <laughs> so, um, as you are uh, talking. You see uh, one of the stone structures, what looks like an imp, um, sort of turns to you, sort of stone grating. Yeah, we got it. And then he sort of turns his head back to his original place. How much would that cost? Oh, goodness. (laughs) Yeah. The imp sort of. You don't have to keep doing that, darling. It's just how much just you got. <laughs> just a, uh, I'm just a poor little old wooden woman. Yeah, sure you are, green skin. I see right through your tricks. I'm magic, don't you know? Well, then you would know I am old too. What's old to a stone golem statue? Technically, it's a gargoyle, but who's counting numbers and splitting hairs? Actually, I take that as a compliment. Thank you. It might be a grotesque if it doesn't use water. I have a couple of gold, uh, but I need it in order to help a friend of mine. He has very bad scars. All right, hang on. I'll get the owner. And you see his eyes sort of flash up. He goes silent. You hear footsteps creaking down. Um, a 
aging man comes out, sort of limping, uh, sort of in a in a deep black robe with a cowl on. He sort of uh, limps over to you. Uh, he seems to be wearing some kind of like mask. Looks like a beak, like a long like doctor's beak. Um. But then he unfurls his cowl, and you see that it is actually a, an avian man. This is a Kenku. Mm. Uh, this Kenku sort of looks at you. His black plush feathers blinks. Uh, says, um, How can I help you? He says in one voice. That's strangely melodic. I am looking for uh, something that will help with the scars of burns and uh, remove them. Yes? Uh, he repeats in your ver- in your voice, scars of burns, yes, yes. Uh, and he sort of shakes his hands, sort of rings them together, and you see him sort of hop uh, sort of deeper into the store. Um... And uh, you sort of follow him. And as you follow him, you see something um, that catches your eye. Oh, you no. see a painting. And this painting is very familiar to you. Because it is you. It is you kneeling down, touching a very familiar object that changed your life. And your blood kind of goes cold. It's I, uh, exactly how you picture it in your mind. I kind of take a couple of steps back. Um, and I try not to... I, I like take my hand off my hilt because I was about to stab it kind of thing. <laughs> um... I look over at uh, Rosebud. Is he still going through all the incense and stuff? Yeah, uh, Rosebud's... Oh, I'd, I'd say he's about... He probably finished grabbing all his stuff and he's turned around uh, to see this reaction of yours. What do you think of this um, painting? Yes? Uh, Rosebud looks and turns towards it. Rosebud, you have no idea what she's talking about. You don't see a painting. You just see a big mirror. Are are you okay? It's I I do not see a painting. Is is it behind you? Is it? And he's just sort of looking around everywhere. It's all right. I kind of like smile and pat him and uh, pat him on the shoulder. I said, "Just it's my old eyes. They play tricks on me. That is all." Are you sure? You know, you can tell me if there is a problem. Sometimes magic items do different things around me. It is quite possible that is what I see. All right. I am um, uh, here if you need me. I nod. That Kinku I've got to talk to when he comes back. <laughs> Uh, 
the Kanku uh, comes back, um, sort of beaking its head. And it says, uh, this ointment, you put it on five times. And each time the scar gets better and better. He says all these things in like different sentences with like different voices. I kind of a nod. Uh, how much? Mm, yes, yes. This is very potent magic. Mm. Three gold. <sighs> also, I kind of turn to uh, to where the painting is. Is it still there? It is still there. Yes. I I point at. What is this? Oh, he looks and he says, "Oh, that is old mirror." Mirror's broken. Mm. How much for mirror? Mm. Well, it's broken. I can give it to you for ten copper, one silver. All right. And I will take uh, this incense and that ointment. Okay. You take that, uh, the gargoyle sort of says, uh, thanks for doing business. Come back anytime. And uh, the Kenku kind of repeats him in the exact same voice. You know, thank you. Thanks. Uh, and you, he collects all your things. He wraps the mirror. Uh, he gives it to you. And he gives you your incense and, um, everything that you need and the burning stone. Or, uh, excuse me, the, the, the gel. The healing gel. Mm-hmm. And what was the total for everything? Um, well, the healing gel was three gold, mm-hmm. silver for the mirror. And then, um, how much does incense cost? Let's see. It has no price. <laughs> it has it's no like price. price yes. Yeah, you can only get it in the priest pack. It doesn't. It has no spot of its own, so it's sort of up to DM call on how much it costs. Um, how much does a priest pack cost? Uh, thirty-six or thirty-nine gold. Let me check. Thirty-nine gold. Can I can I inquire here uh, on this particular one, there, Josh? Is it? Non for like not for magical purposes. It is non magical. It's yeah. It's, it's just religious. Test. So so there is a uh, incense of insect repellent in the comprehensive manual revised, and it costs one silver for an insect repellent prison of incense. Yeah. So we'll we'll say that a non magical incense could just be a silver. Okay. Then uh, he'll pay for the. I, I just want to clarify, it's one what? silver before conversion. Oh, oh, so it would be one copper then. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, uh, then he'll pay for the incense, and then he will also pay for the mirror. Because Oma's already shelling out more money than he has in total for this gel. Um, but If if Oma lets him, mind you. Yeah, it, it, uh... Your scars, are they underneath your fur, or did you get scarred too? I got a minor scar. Okay. But it's it's not enough to really affect him too okay. much. And it's underneath his armor anyway. Alright, so yeah, this is the stuff that we need for Geth. Okay. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I kind of, I shake my head about the mirror. I, uh, I tell him, I, uh, it is all right. Uh, I, I get mirrored this time. You can get, uh, next time. Yes? If you are sure, but. Uh, and he sort of pauses for a moment, sort of looking you up and down before saying, All right, all right. You could probably tell he's concerned. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of whisper to him, I, I, I will tell you when we are back at camp. Yes? Okay, yes. All right. So, you guys... Pay uh, for your things, and Geth, as you look at the map um, of the and the slightest possibility of recovering some of your father's lost goods, um, brings sort of a flame to your chest. And uh, Oma, as you take the mirror in both hands and stare vividly at this immaculately perfect rendition of the day that changed your life forever. We'll go ahead and end that session. Alright. Gives me lots of time to do stuff. Perfect. (laughs) Yeah. I am so curious about this painting now. (laughs) Mirror, technically. Technically it's a mirror. Yeah, but... Watch it be just any Oma sees a service, painting. I'm Oma's very curious. A weird thing. <laughs> Oma's just having PTSD. No, no, no. Possibly. <laughs> awesome. So that gives us just a couple minutes to do the uh, fine tuning of the ration transfer and stuff. Um, would you mind stopping Craig so the recording's smaller? Sure.